Do you want God's plan for your life? Do you want to discover your calling? Do you want to build a business that's aligned with God's will? Hey girl, hey, I'm Jeanette, business and faith coach. After a decade in the military, the Air Force said, see you later, and I had to find my true calling. Want to know how God directed my life from a cybersecurity engineer to a faith and business mentor? In this podcast, I'll teach you how to start a business, how to know your business is God's calling, monetization techniques, how to trust the Holy Spirit, and how to set boundaries to listen to His Word alone. Ready to become unapologetically unstoppable? Welcome to the Unapologetically Unstoppable podcast. And today I have a special guest with us today, Andrea Singletary. And I love her so much. We are both moms. And Andrea Singletary is a wife, mom of two, as well as a business coach and life coach for mompreneurs. On her podcast, Mama Turned Mompreneur, so go ahead and subscribe. She talks about all things motherhood and business life. Her biggest passion is helping other moms build a business that fits their current season of life because Let's be honest, it's ever-changing as a mom, and finding what aligns with you is key. She takes pride in helping her clients succeed and grow their clientele off social media through podcasting and other strategies so they can spend less time on their phone and more time with their little. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about this because on your podcast was so much fun. Yes. Mama <laughs> turned mompreneur. Go ahead and subscribe, y'all. Because it was like, it was such a blast. It was just like talking to an old friend. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your podcast and what that is like. And yeah, tell me about your business. Yeah. So my podcast is Mama Turn Mompreneur. And like you shared in the intro, literally I talk about all things motherhood and entrepreneurship. And what really like led me to start this podcast is that as I started my mompreneur journey, I found that like a lot of the strategies and just a lot of the content out there wasn't really geared towards mom business owners. A lot of things that they would say, hey, just do this. And it's like, well, no, I got two little kids at home. I can't do all of that. And so I wanted to create this space for other moms who were looking for that support, looking for strategies that actually made sense for their current season of life. So that's kind of like essentially what Mama Term Mompreneur is, even down to my business. It's how I support my clients. We really look at what their current capacity is and what just makes sense for their family dynamics, whether or not they have support with the kids and different things like that. And so I support them through that with life and business coaching. Um, I'm really big on focusing both on my clients as women and business owners because I feel like it's all intertwined. We cannot ignore taking care of ourselves and pouring into ourselves and then expect to pour into our businesses, pour into our families and different things like that. So that's a big part of my approach with working with my clients. I love that you look at it as a holistic person type view instead of just like their business or what they need. I feel like a lot of the clients that come to me, they're like, I need help with a specific part like marketing or social media or my operations. And you're like, okay, that's great, but let's look at you and your lifestyle first and let's figure out a good operation system based on your capacity. Like, I think that we as women always operate at the edge of our capacity. Yes. We should not be doing that. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, that is so true. Like I even find when clients come to me, they are at that edge of their capacity and they want to focus so much on hitting their business goals. But I'm like, you're burnt out. You're not going to hit those goals because your body is telling you you need to slow down. And so that's probably one of the biggest things we work on is that mindset shift of coming to terms with the fact that how you do business as a mom, it's going to look different compared to those who don't have kids at home with them. And that's okay. You know, it doesn't mean you won't ever hit your goals. It just is going to look different how you actually get there. Especially when we have different things to focus on, like Mm -hmm. like when we have kids, we're like, all right, I want them to do X, Y and Z outside or maybe they need like there's a thing going around right now a thousand hours outside for kids like if you're gonna mm-hmm. spend a thousand hours outside with your kids i mean just spending a thousand hours not in front of the computer or making content yeah. and like a lot of these ladies who are building these million dollar businesses were single and did not have any husband kids that was like yes. their whole life you know what I mean? yes. they don't talk about that either they don't yeah <laughs> so it's like that is so true. Like people aren't talking about what it's like to be a mom and grow a business at the same time. It's either, oh, look, I built this entire business and now I'm a mom, but you spent 10 years. That was your only baby. And now, yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what made you finally like, like what made you come to Jesus? Like, I feel like there's a difference between like knowing God knowing who he is, reading the Bible, and then like walking with Jesus when he says, follow me. What was that follow me moment for you? So God has had a calling on my life from the beginning. I was not your typical child. Like I was in tune with the Holy Spirit, like at five, six years old. I used to freak my mom out all the time. But I remember vividly one of my mom's close friends, she was like asking my mom to like pray for her husband and stuff. And like, I didn't know all the details, but I like felt led to pray for her husband. And I was like, you know, Lord, help him to stop being greedy. And like, he was just really selfish. And so like my mom shared with her friend, like, yeah, Andy, that's my nickname. Andy was praying this over your husband. I don't know if that's like correct or not. She was, and the woman was like, yes, yes, that's spot on. So like that, I've always had this relationship. Like I was raised in the church and everything. And I was just always in tune with the Lord. Like I was a kid when I would get in trouble. It was like one incident. I got in trouble with my mom and I was like stomping my feet in the car. My mom was about to spank me. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just stopping on the devil. So I was not the typical, not the typical, like, come to Jesus story. Like, the Lord was like, from day one, nah, you're mine. <laughs> and so that's kind of how it's been. But of course, the enemy has been trying to take me out, even from the time I was in my mom's womb. So, like, my mom was actually contemplating having an abortion with me just because things in her marriage were really bad and everything but my grandma told her like don't do it like the lord is with you there's a calling on your child's life and everything and so i've just like like i said it's just been from the beginning and i did go through that phase like especially teen years and stuff where i did backslide i pulled away from the lord and i was trying to you know run with the cool kids and seeking um, that attention that I wasn't getting from my dad, I was seeking it from men and everything. 
but the Lord pulled me out of that when I was 20. Um, I I remember going to church and I don't remember what the pastor said, but it moved me to come to the altar, rededicate my life to the Lord. And since then, I've just been going hard for Jesus. Like things happen all the time, but I'm like, I will never turn away from the Lord because that is my constant. I know that chaos and confusion can just be going on around me, but I am whole. I am safe in the Lord. And so, yeah, it's, like I said, I didn't have like the typical <laughs> story, but yeah, that's kind of my journey to coming to know the Lord. That like gives me chills that you've been like on fire for God that long. Yeah. If my kid was in the backseat stomping, I probably would have done the same thing. And your mom would be like, girl, I'm about to pull this car over. <laughs> but she said, I'm stomping on the devil. I'd be like, oh, okay. Keep coming. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes me wonder, like, hmm, where else is God going to take you? Because if you've had this call since the beginning and you've been answering the call and you're like, nope, I am for you 100% God, nothing can take me away. He going to do something. I'm never going to stop stalking you on the Internet. Just <laughs> Yeah, I definitely believe it. Like I said, the enemy has been trying to take me out for the longest, like between, you know, trying to convince my mom to abort me. And then when I was 12, I was diagnosed with lupus. And yeah, yeah it's just like nonstop stuff. But it's like nothing that comes my way is going to cause me to turn from the Lord. I'm going to continue to seek him and pursue the things that he has called me to so i love it so speaking of business and being called what made you start this business like you talked about like like you noticed while you're building your business were you always going to start with podcasts and then going with moms or was it like i'm building my business for a podcast like tell me that story so I kind of stumbled into entrepreneurship. So my background is actually early childhood. I worked in the early childhood field for like over 10 years, everything from a preschool teacher assistant, working my way up to director. And in 2020, I got or not, I had my son. So I became a first time mom, height of the pandemic, April 2020. And while I was on maternity leave, I was like, I'm not going back to a nine to five. <laughs> like, I can't. I want to be present with my son, you know, experience all of those first moments and everything. And it happened to work out that my job ended up closing down. So it was like confirmation that the Lord wanted me to stay home. And so just being home with him his first year, and then we decided to put him in preschool just so he could start getting that socialization. And I was like, okay, I need something for myself. And so it started with launching a mom blog, you know, really just like creating content to encourage other moms, especially like it was still during the pandemic. And, you know, a lot of moms are feeling alone and isolated. And even just kind of like for the new moms who had kids during COVID, navigating those feelings of having to cancel baby showers and not having the people they wanted there during their labor and delivery and you know, all these different things. And so I wanted to create this space for moms. And I always knew that somehow I was going to impact children and families, like even just going into the early childhood field, but I didn't know what it would become. And so I eventually was like, okay, I really want to start, you know, bringing in some income and stuff. And so I started out as a virtual assistant 
And my business at that time was called the Savvy VA Mama. So it was just always like somehow connected to motherhood. And most of my clients ended up being moms. And I found that I wasn't just supporting them with their businesses, but we were talking mom life too. You know, how to actually build this business with little ones at home. Even like bringing in my early childhood background and providing strategies for you know, oh, my kid is doing this. Well, here's some strategies for that. And so it kind of just evolved. And eventually I was like burnt out from doing VA work because I was literally doing all of the things, everything from admin to blog, copywriting, building websites. And I was like, okay, girl, you need a niche down. <laughs> You're doing too much. And so at that time, I had become like an avid podcast listener, of course, listening to mom podcasts, because again, just seeking a sense of community as a mom in the middle of COVID. And so I started to wonder like, okay, who's supporting these women with getting their podcasts out there? Because I'm like, I know there's no way they're doing it by themselves. And so that's when I discovered podcast management and I basically went all in on that. And it was so funny. So I took Lauren Wrighton's podcast manager program and I took it while I was pregnant with my daughter. My son was one at the time. I was like, I'm going to finish this course before I go into labor. Literally a week before I went into labor, I finished the course, had my daughter. And then like a few weeks later, signed my first client who was she was my VA client. And then we just transitioned into podcast management. And so just went down this journey of supporting women with not just managing their podcast, but really connecting their businesses to their podcast, using their podcast as a way to bring in new leads and convert their listeners into their paid offers. But one thing I found was that I was coaching these clients as well. It wasn't just bringing in that podcast strategy piece, but really looking at their offers and making sure one that their offers made sense for the people they're trying to serve and everything, even looking at their messaging and different things like that. And then it was like one of my clients, she like had messaged me on Voxer and she's like, you know, you're the first coach I've ever worked with. And I was like, who is she talking to? I'm not a coach. Like, what is this? But that's when the Lord really started to press upon my heart and it's like, you are a coach. You are literally coaching these women. Like you're not just handling the behind the scenes of their podcast, you do so much more than that. And so it took me a while to fully shift into coaching um, because I'm stubborn and the Lord absolutely loves that about me. (laughs) I finally made the decision going into this year that I was just going to fully step into it. And it was funny, like I had a podcast listener reach out to me And she's like, you know, I have a podcast and I know you support primarily podcasters, but do you ever help your clients with building out offers? And I was like, okay, this is my sign to go ahead and just own the whole coaching thing. And so she ended up being my first coaching client and inspired my coaching business, which is Life in Seasons Coaching. And so, yeah, I've just fully stepped into it. Absolutely love it and know that it's truly what I'm called to do, especially just supporting these moms because they have these big dreams, these passions. They are very, very ambitious, but they've really struggled with how do I make this work with little kids 
home. My clients typically have an infant and a toddler at home and they're like, I can't do this. How do I make this work? And so that's where I step in and support them really with simplifying things and really building out a schedule that makes sense for their current season of life, but also learning how to ask for help. I have found that most of my clients do not ask for help. And it's like, okay, we got to change that because you cannot do it all. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of like my journey into coaching. I love that. I love that because you you are. Wait, hold on a second. So my second child is about to be four, March 27th. So she is a 2020 baby. And that whole thing, can we just five seconds on how wild that time was? Like April, March, nobody knew what was happening. It had been like two weeks into it. Things were closed down when I had mine. And I was just like, I'm done. I, this baby needs to come out because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So two seconds on that. That was wild. But this whole like coaching thing, I love that you have just been like saying yes to God. And even though God knows your heart, he knows that you're a little bit stubborn. He was like, look, we're taking you here. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to keep putting these people in your way to show you. Exactly the the trajectory that I have planned for you. I'm going to order your steps. Just mm-hmm. keep saying yes. Just keep saying yes. And you're like, okay, God, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to do these things. These people keep showing up at my door. I'm going to help them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I love that. So when, when you hear the Holy Spirit talking to you and is like giving you direction, what would you say is the most easy thing for you to just be like, all right, I surrender this part of my business to you? Is it like messaging? Is it marketing? Is it offer? Or is it like the whole thing is easy? The easiest thing. Good Lord. <laughs> I honestly, I really struggle with, in general, just like letting go. So I wouldn't say for me there's anything that is easy. <laughs> But I will say that when the Lord like makes it plain to me, I do. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to follow your lead and everything. But one thing that I found that has caused me to struggle with fully releasing is I would like scroll Instagram and see what other other people were saying and stuff like that. And so I really pulled back from Instagram and just scrolling social media in general because I realized it was impacting me walking in obedience immediately because I would be like, well, Laura, what if? Like, what if that's the actual issue when he's like, no, this is the issue. This is what I want you to focus on. And so I would say as long as I'm not getting caught up in what other people are saying, then it, it is easier for me to fully surrender all aspects of my business to him. But as soon as I start looking at what other people are doing, that's when we, the Lord's like, you need to stop, get off of Instagram, get off of Facebook. <laughs> like, I need you in your word. I need you focusing on me. Stop comparing. Stop mm-hmm. looking at everybody else. Eyes up here. Yeah. Me on Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I think sometimes that's really hard, though, because like, like, let's talk social media strategy and just for five seconds. OK, so let, let's say we're on social media and we're like, we use that as lead gen, right? We use that mm-hmm. as people that we're connecting to. So it's so easy sometimes, I think, for us to have boundaries around what we're looking at. But then on the flip side, we're not engaging with our audience. We're not engaging with the people that we want to work with. We're not engaging with 
and making those new connections with people that we could potentially work with. So what do you tell your clients when you're when they're saying the same thing that you're saying? I, I need boundaries around social media, but that's where all my clients are coming. So for me and my clients, we take the approach of not focusing heavily on social media as our main way of bringing in leads. We look at strategies off of social media, whether that's podcasting, whether that's email marketing collaboration. So like how I'm guesting on your podcast right now, we look at these other strategies just because we know how easy it is to get sucked into scrolling, um, but also just finding ourselves comparing and different things like that. And so how my clients and myself, we've been able to use social media is for instance, with my podcast, I will direct my listeners to send me a DM, you know, if they liked a certain episode, share their thoughts on it. And that leads to that one-on-one -on -one conversation and then eventually a conversion into one of my offers. So that's kind of how I control it because it's like I'm telling you what to do. And also, if you go to my Instagram, I have the nine grid, so I don't even post on my feed. I do show up in stories, but even that, it's like really based on when I'm feeling it. I am not an Instagram girly like that. So, but I have found that driving traffic to my DMs has really helped navigate that a lot. And it's something that my clients, they really enjoy doing too, because Again, it's so easy to get sucked in and the scrolling and there's so much information out there. And it's like you're just consuming, consuming, consuming. And then you looked up and you wasted all this time. So, yeah. And then you feel like not good. Like you were saying, you're like, this is sucking me in. And I'm comparing myself to everybody else. And I got all these strategies in my head now. I should be doing I should be doing all these things. Mm -hmm. And then you're not listening to God when God's like, no, I told you to just do this one thing like this. Because yeah. I know you and I know how I'm going to rise you. So just do this one thing I'm telling you, girl. Mm -hmm. They'll be getting us sucked in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you took a spiritual gifts quiz. Do you remember what your answer was? No. I hope you have the answer pulled up. <laughs> it's serving. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. So you <laughs> So I, I guess that's not a surprise to you that serving was your, yeah. It, when I saw it, I was like, well, duh. That's exactly what she does every day in her business, how she shows up. Like we, for those who don't know, we're friends on Instagram and Facebook. So I'll like see her stuff in my feed a lot. And I'll be like, oh, there she is. What's she doing? What's she doing over there? And, so, <laughs> and she's always talking about how she's showing up for her clients, how to help her clients, testimonials from her clients, because that's what she's doing. She's just showing up and serving them in like ways that they couldn't even think of. You know what I'm saying? And just like they don't have to be complicated. My my cybersecurity brain thinks that everything has to be super complicated and it has to be like an algorithm in order to help somebody. But it doesn't. And so like when you show up and you serve, like you're just like, I'm just here. And I love that because you started off as a VA and that's literally serving. You're like, I'm just going to help you in your business. I'm just going to help. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely describes me to a T. I don't know how not to serve. Even just like <laughs> someone will message me a question and here I am like, okay, do this, do this, do this. And it's like you gave them more than what they asked for, but I just don't know how to hold back. Like 
I I can't. <laughs> but then they'll remember you and be like, yo, she helped me so much and be like, all right, I'm going to have I'm going to pay for one of her things. I'm going to yeah. buy her her coaching program or whatever. I love that. I love that because that's how we're made. We're made to serve anyways. God wants us to serve. Serve in the way that we're made to serve. Let's do that. Yes. <laughs> so what do you think is one thing that made you unapologetic about your faith? In business, like to like show up and be like, I love Jesus in business. Honestly, I wouldn't have this business without him. So like. Who am I to be like, oh, I'm not going to talk about Jesus. Like, no, (laughs) that doesn't make sense. But I've always been like that. Like, I always say, like, Jesus is my everything because Jesus is truly my everything. Like, he's already did enough in that he died so that I can live. But everything else he's done, like the children that he blessed me with that I didn't even know I was going to be able to have the amazing husband he's given me, just the things that he's brought me through, I can't help but talk about Jesus. So it's it's like, you work with me, you're going to get some Jesus too. Like That's just how it goes. Like, it just like comes out of me. I can't, I can't. It's going to happen. I'm going to talk about Jesus. It's just Mm going to happen. So what's one thing you learned on your journey that helps you and makes you unstoppable in your business? Really learning how to show myself grace. I think Mm -hmm. that when you are ambitious and you're an overachiever, it is hard to show yourself grace, but it will take you so much further when you do. And it's something that I've been able to coach my clients on as well, because it's like, I think just as women and moms in general, we have a hard time showing ourselves grace. But it's like, if we're constantly beating ourselves up, How are we ever going to move forward and start hitting those goals and doing the things that we desire? And so I feel like that has really helped me continue to move forward, knowing how to show myself grace in every season on a daily basis. Like, it's so important. I love that because grace is like the one thing that separates Christianity from all other religions. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to have grace. Like, God gives us grace. And so, like, when we internalize it as Christians, we're like, oh, yeah, I can give grace to my kids. I can give grace to my husband. But we never give grace to ourselves. And that is so good because we, like you said, we're we're overachievers. We have high standards. We want all these things to be perfect, not mm-hmm. just for ourselves, but for our businesses, for our kids, for everything, right? We want to control the entire narrative. And then when we mess up, we're like, I am a failure. We don't show ourselves grace. And that is so good to remember to show yourself grace because that is, and that's hard to do. Yeah. So what is your favorite Bible verse and why? So it's Romans eight twenty eight, And if you don't know what that one is, it's, and all things work together for the good of those who love God. And it's just a constant reminder to me that as long as I stick close to the Lord and do what he is calling me to do, even when it seems like things are going wrong, he's still going to work it out. I don't have to worry. I don't have to stress about it or anything like that. I just need to keep my eyes on him and continue seeking him and I'm all good. And so it's just that constant reminder of that. 
That is one of my favorite verses too. It's so good. Like even sometimes I think that if we're we've got our eyes on him, there are some things that we can't control the narrative on, right? Mm-hmm. I'm reading this book called Redeemed Love or something like that. It's like a Oh, redeeming love. I remember yes, you shared the about this. <laughs> the good but <laughs> So I'm reading that and like in in the story, like he just happens to see this girl and he and the Holy Spirit's like, that's the one. Like sometimes we have no control over the things. Like he was just doing his daily thing and God is gonna show up and be like, Oh, here you go. I need you to pay mm-hmm. attention to this little thing right here. This teeny tiny thing, I'm gonna show you. Because he was in the right place, because he was obedient to all the other things mm-hmm. he gets this prize of his future wife like yeah that book is so good like it I, is like, and i'm actually not like a non-fiction reader i am like mm-hmm. straight i mean a, a fiction reader i'm like straight non-fiction all day because like i'm like what's the next level i can get to how can i do this how can i do that but i, I was like my friends were reading it and i picked it up and i was like all right Let's see. And I looked at the library. They were all out. I was like, why is this all out? And then I started picking it up. I was like, yo, this is wild. Like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I looked at the lady on the back. I was like, she <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I was like, let's go. Redeeming mm-hmm. love. So I'll put that in the show notes because that was a good one. Yeah, it's a really good book. If you're looking for Christian fiction, highly recommend it. So good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like I could just like talk to you all day about like life, business, kids. <laughs> so your son is turning four mm-hmm. next, not next month. It's February. In a couple of in months. April. Yeah. And so my daughter's turning get- two in April. I have two oh April gosh. babies. <laughs> Christmas in April. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what are you guys going to do? What is the big thing that you guys are going to do for his birthday? Do you guys have a plan or no? So we were thinking of taking both kids to Disneyland um, because my mother-in-law, she's going to come out. She's coming out from Florida. And my my daughter's birthday is special, too, because it's also my mom's birthday. So, yeah, we're thinking of taking them to Disneyland because they're both really into Disney right now. They both love Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse. So, yeah, we're thinking about doing that. That's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. We just moved here, so I don't know what we're going to do. But I love Legoland. So I was thinking about going down to Legoland, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. That could be Your really kids cool. will love that. It's fun. Yeah. They're really also really into Frozen. I think they oh. Frozen on Ice is coming around somewhere. So that It be- should be. I know they do it pretty often, I think. Yeah. Okay. So the number one thing that you were working on in your business that it's going to get, help get people get to the next level. What is that? Is that your podcast launch guide? So, of course, when like we set all of this up, I was still like focusing primarily on podcasting. But it is a really great resource if you are someone who wants to launch a podcast. I've broken down the process. Like it's a checklist of the things that you really need to focus on. You don't need all the bells and whistles with launching your podcast. So, yes, I do recommend that. I do have a friend that is (laughs) launching a podcast, and I am going to send this over to her right now because she's going to need all of this. Yes. And tell me more about your business accelerator. All of that has changed. 
So tell me the new thing. Tell me the new thing. Okay, so the two ways to work with me. So I do quarterly hosts. It's called a podcast launch, get it done week. And basically in seven days, we launch your podcast. And so I've broken down the entire launch process in seven days. So that way, if like probably a couple hours each day, you complete certain tasks and you, by the end of the week, you'll have your podcast launched. But even if you don't launch it, you literally have the roadmap to walk you through launching your podcast and not just launching a podcast, but one that is actually connected to your business and is going to bring in new leads, help you convert your listeners into your offers. So that's one way to work with me. And then I also um, offer one-on-one coaching. It's called Life in Seasons Coaching. And it's basically for the mama who wants to build her dream business with her babies at home and do it in a way that makes sense for her and her family. So that way you're not feeling that mom guilt, feeling like you're prioritizing one thing over the other, but really showing up in your business and for your family like you want to do. I love that because that is so true. We have seasons of life where we can give more time than others. So some of those things that really need to be systematized or delegated or and not feel guilty about certain things. Some seasons you're going to have to work after kids go to bed and some seasons you don't. You know what I mean? Just figuring out what works for you. I love that. Okay. So you're going to give me those two links. Yes. <laughs> and it's going to be amazing because everything you do is amazing. Okay. So wait a second. This seven day class, how much is that? Because I feel like if you can launch a podcast in seven days, like, holy cow, that is legit. <laughs> yeah. So if you pay in full, it's four ninety seven. If you want to do the monthly payment plan, It'll be four monthly payments of 200. But yeah, it's basically there's two parts to it. So there are pre-recorded videos. You get access to all of my templates. So like the recording templates, script templates for like your intro, outro trailer. But also there is a community aspect. So you'll get coaching from me, but also you'll have access to the other women who are launching their podcast too. Just to kind of motivate each other, brainstorm, you know, ideas and different things like that. Um, so we just did the first round in January and it went amazing. Um, I got such great feedback. And then the next one will be in April. But it's like, again, because I love to serve. I literally, whatever questions you have, I answer it. Anything that comes up where you want my feedback on, you get So like whether it's looking at your scripts or reviewing your edited audio, you get that actual support because I didn't want it to be just another podcast launch course because I've found that people who typically go through those courses, they're still left with so many more questions. So I wanted that component where you get the coaching and you get someone who has experience in the podcasting space to really walk you through the different things that you may not even consider. And those some of the things that the feedback that I got about this first round was like, oh, wow, I never even thought about that. Oh, I wasn't even considering SEO when I was deciding on my podcast name. So all of those things that are nowhere near on your radar, I am going to handle that for you and give you everything that you need. I love that. Love, love, love. Because you're right. You don't know what you don't know, especially at the beginning. And so why not go with a pro? I love that. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else? Like, so you said mainly you want people to DM you on Instagram. 
That's how they get connected with you. How else can they connect with you? So my podcast, Mama Turn Mompreneur, literally you get to know all about me, what it's like to work with me. You can hear about different stories of like my clients, their wins and how I've supported them. Also, you can join my email list. I send out some amazing emails. I get lots of great feedback from my email community and I provide lots of value too. So yeah, those are the ways to connect with me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and I hope you have a great day. Thank you for having me. Wow, that was so good. So I know that you know somebody that also needs to hear that. So share this episode, leave a review. And I would love if you could watch my free workshop at JeanettePeterson.com slash missing piece. I'll see you guys over on the grams at Jeanette.Peterson. Bye.